Good morning. Time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, Chickasha Mayor Chris Mosley. Mayor, hi. Hey, George. How you doing? Doing great. Great to have you on the show and kicking off uh, 2024 and uh, kind of looking in the rearview mirror a little bit, looking into the future. So, That's correct. You, you learn from your mistakes in the past and move forward with a good plan for the future. There you go. Hey, a big thanks to our cool conversation sponsors. They've been with us a long time, Stanley Systems and uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma. Uh, Mayor, wanted to have you on the show a little bit and just uh, kind of give us a recap of uh, 2023 and some of the things that you thought uh, were highlights uh, for the year. Well, the the big thing is moving forward with a water treatment plant, and that is a massive undertaking. Uh, it will hopefully in the next four years, three years, we'll have that plant in operation. It takes about 12 months to draw it up and about two years to build it. So you got to throw some cushion in there for the bidding process and all that that takes place with a government project and the availability of all the parts. You know, that still comes to be a critical item. Uh, it, we, took, it took some effort. I mean, you had to pass the sales tax we to did. get that done. And it's a, it's a permanent sales tax for right now, but 30 years. It is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, if the citizens want it removed in 30 years, like we can remove it in 30 years. Uh, but the big thing is we have to guarantee a source of income to the, o- the OWRB, the Oklahoma Water Resource Board. So we have to guarantee that money That's, to you them. you got a loan from the board. We have too. a loan. Mm-hmm. We have a $72 million loan from them. And if you go back in around 2015 when we first estimated it, the construction costs were estimated around $35 million. So you're looking at the massive inflation. It doubled. It is more than doubled, doubled right? Yeah. And uh, it's just like six-inch pipe. You know, we have the, our, all of our water goes to six-inch pipe. And pre-COVID, it was about $55 a foot. And today, it's about 168 a foot. Same pipe. So it just deals with the availability mm-hmm. of these products. That's what the big deal is. You make sure you have the material on hand. And a lot of the stuff we have right now is uh, we got some mains we need to fix now. A lot of it's the parts we're trying to get. And a lot of it is we need more labor. We need a lot more employees. All right. So you really won't get your first uh, – the sales tax just increased January 1. It did. A, yep. quarter, a quarter of a penny. So it wasn't a big deal. Well, half cent. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah okay. The overall went ha- up half right. cent. Um, we will see those numbers in March, mm-hmm. uh, what it's really going to work out to be. And we know that we know what our payment's going to be. We have a payment due in April, so it's coming. Even though we don't have a plant, payment's due. Um, anything above that payment, we can use towards other water projects. You know, it has to be used towards a water project. Mm-hmm. And What's so, the anticipated? Uh, so uh, right now the city's getting a little over a million dollars a month in sales tax revenue, which is pretty good. About $1.1, yeah. $1.2 mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, we're doing really well. We're online to having another record year. Last year was a record year. And you have to back out some inflation. So when you back out the inflation, it brings it down some, but we're still having incredible growth. And so you, it's hard to complain about that. Right. So what's the what's the amount of the first payment on the water? Oh goodness, we know uh, it's a lot. A, a few months ago, I could have told you <laughs> it, it's you know it's because um, it's I won't say it's paid twice a year, right? And it's you know six hundred thousand dollars, or it's something that kind of makes you choke a little bit. <laughs> but it's, it's a massive amount of money. All right, and so have we? Have we, have we decided an engineering firm or anything uh, to get engineering that? firm? We have uh, the city manager. Uh, I signed the contract around September, and so they started work then. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, we have Guernsey in town doing the Onward Chickasha. This is, uh, I will say it's Freeze is the, uh, the engineering firm that is actually building the water treatment plant. All right. So a lot to look forward to. There when, is. When that comes around. So uh, what else in 2023? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to, th- you always catch me off guard on right. items. Yeah. Think about in the, in the past because things go so quickly. We added, uh, we uh, hired a new police chief. Uh, we've added on multiple new officers and we still got a long ways to go because you can hire three or four. Well, it's going to be a year for the hit the streets. So and we've been starting increasing squad cars, uh, because they're horribly expensive. You can buy a used vehicle for around 50,000, but the time you rig it out, it's, you're at $90,000 for each one. And so if we, if we hire five, well, that's 450,000 in vehicles mm-hmm. we need to have ready to go. So we're in that process of gearing those up. And it's, like I said, availability of parts takes a while to get things out of, the, of those shops. All right. Uh, you mentioned the city manager, Keith Johnson. Finally, yes. some stability uh, we at do. City Hall. We you do. spent about a year as an interim or so? Or uh, it was, you probably uh, knew exactly. It's we- about 415 <laughs> days, George. <laughs> I, I can tell you because uh, we, we did it twice. Right. Um, it, you know, third time's charm, right? And uh, Keith Keith's a great guy. And it is a – it's like drinking from a fire hose. I mean, there's just so much coming at you all the time. And one thing that you have to think about is the city never sleeps. And so it's always, it's an organism that is constantly moving and breathing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Because accidents and breaks just don't happen from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They can be at 1 a.m. in the morning. Our guys get called out. They have to handle it. And they and they always do. They always try to take care of it best they can. Um, we just have to have more employees to, to resolve that. But with Keith coming in, you know, the difference between he and I is, you know, I'm, I would say I'm higher energy. I'm a high energy type guy. Um, Keith's much more um, not subdued, but he he has a very deep thinking process mm-hmm. and goes through everything very carefully, uh, and so he makes a great sounding board. And so he when he comes with you a solution, I know he's looked at it from twenty different angles, and so I feel very confident with his abilities of helping the citizens of Chickasha with his work. All right. Uh, so 2024, uh, we mentioned, uh, you know, get the things going for the water treatment plant. But uh, what are some things you'd like to see uh, happen this year? Well, we have the Onward Chickasha, which will be right. finishing up around March, April of this year. I want, I'd love to see council adopt that to set us on a plan. Because you really have to have something it helps with planning your growth. And so we know that we're going to be a destination area for households. So you look at one's the water. We got to make sure enough water and sewer capacity. We got to look at our roads. We're, we we are the council's anxiously awaiting the capital improvement project, which will list our roads out. We're going to be working on. You can't do much work like today. You know it's it's really cold and you know asphalt doesn't work as well then. Right. So that's it, more of a spring summer fall project. So we'll have plenty of time to get start addressing that coming up soon. How are you going to prioritize the projects? Because that's the thing. Almost every street in town needs Oh needs my gosh, work. yeah. Um, there's a there's actually a study of all the roads that was completed in about January, February of 2020 and or maybe 2021. Everything kind of blurs together sure. now with time. Um, and it it grades them all. Of course, that, that changes through, throughout what you're going through. Uh, but working with our public works department, 
you look at traffic count, you know, look at what's used on that road. So you have certain roads that are emergency routes that we're going to be addressing. Um, 29th Street is falling apart in several spots. I know we've got some residential streets like 14th Street's one, 16th Street, South 16th, South of Country Club. There's going to be more traffic that way with the 81 bypass over time. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done to that street. Uh, we have, there's five or six streets that we're working with or outlying roads with the county, with District 2 and Kirk Painter, uh, that we'll have a, a combined projects with them. Kind of like we did Pikes Peak Road. Mm-hmm. We did half, they did half, and it worked out to well far into the city's advantage for that. They were incredibly generous on the on the county side to help us out. Um, so you look at the great, we'll have department heads will be grading those roads out for us, what the uses and the, and the traffic on there, how many people are moving back and forth. So that's really going to be the, the overall indicators of where we start. Right. Do you have a general budget of how much you're going to spend on it was about, street improvement? About four, four and a half million is what we have set aside. Uh, will we do all that this year or not? I don't know. Um, you have items like uh, a sewer line behind the health department building that collapsed. Mm-hmm. You have um, the location at, was it uh, 14th in Missouri? that collapsed so when you have these repairs are going to be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that takes away from some of your roads so as long as we don't have more blow-ups like that uh, we will do quite a bit of work but unfortunately with inflation you know that shortens number of miles you can do also right thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on the cool conversation chickasha mayor chris mosley with us Hey, brand new year, and the city has a new emergency management director. We do. Uh, so, haven't had a permanent director. I don't. Th- I don't remember the city ever having a permanent director. Well, but, it was uh, it was kind of incorporated, not as an individual. It was always incorporated with another uh, position, and it was with the police. Oh, excuse me, with the fire chief, uh, and then in twenty twenty one. It moved over to community development under Rachel Burnish, and she was our emergency management director. And this individual, uh, Edward, will be working directly under Rachel. How did that come about? I mean, why appoint an individual to do that? What you're doing is you want to pay attention to doing your storm sirens, procedures, items like that. Um, Rachel's job in community development, she's also our assistant city manager, with the amount of growth and construction we're having in town is really diverting her attention away from certain things that this we're just kind of backfilling the, the workload. And so at one time, uh, a month or so ago, our total on construction was $43 million in Chickasha. So there's a lot going on in our community around us. And so they're building permits. I mean, you're talking about thousands of inspections and permits going on. All that's flowing through that same office. So it's got to be, it's pretty overwhelming. So you, you have to start delegating or hiring the appropriate personnel to fill those slots. But, uh, Edward, that's where this came yeah, in. Edward Perez is yes. uh, the emergency management director. Now we're going to meet him here yes. in the next few days. So I'm looking forward to uh, to that. So I'm sure he'll work hand in hand with the county emergency management yes. director, uh, Dale, Dale Thompson. Thompson yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of experience there. All right, let's talk about there's a new Parks and Recreation Community Board yes. that was recently formed. So what's what's the purpose of that, and how's it going to work? We had some council members that, um, and, and these are things that need to be addressed, and it's um, not that our Parks Department is doing a poor job by any means. Those guys are well overworked. And so these are volunteers on this committee that are actually helping the parks right now anyway on a volunteer basis. 
And so this helps give direction. Uh, it's a tie-in back to citizens on ha- what is a priority. We know with like Shannon Springs, we have a grant of about $1.9 million coming to us from the state of Oklahoma. We won't see that project start till 2025. So it's just everything takes so long with government, and that's a frustration. Um, we have a lot of uh, potential out at Lake Chickasaw. We're not even touching. And so that's this brings a body in there to help focus on what we can see and what we can afford out there also because we can dream all we want, but we still have to make sure it, it's budgetary, that we can make sure we have the money to pay for those things or find a source or a grant to pay for it. You know, we, we've gotten some um, mineral money from Lake Chickasha, those lease bonuses and such. Well, and some people are wanting to immediately inject it into our budget to spend now, and I'm wanting to pull back on that. And the reason is when you apply for grants, no grant of city of our size is 100%. It's always a 25% match or 20% match. Well, that's my matching money. That's my, I can, so I can make that $2 million or whatever it is sitting there, I can turn it into 8 or $10 million by appropriate matches. So I hold it, you know, my, drives my wife crazy at home, <laughs> but I, you know, the way I do our own sp- expenses the same way, mm-hmm. but I hold that money. So I know that I've got enough that we can really do the project correctly. You mentioned uh, the the growth we've had over the last, I guess, four or five years. It's been amazing to see uh, what's happened yes. uh, along Grand Avenue, downtown. Super proud. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, and it's we've got some big announcements, we understand, coming up uh, here in the next uh, few weeks here in 2024. So how do we sustain that growth and, and, and keep it going? Never take your eyes off the horizon. The moment you look at your feet in the path you're taking, you'll walk in a circle. So you always keep your eyes on the horizon as you're going towards your goals. And so we know with um, possible expansion of a hospital in Newcastle with the Chickasaws and the Choctaws, and they're talking 7,000 employees. And so if we got 10% to move the Chickasaw, what's 700 families? Oh, that that's that is a large swelling coming here. If we got one percent, that's seventy families. That's a complete neighborhood. So you have to look at. We got to prepare for that because that is going to come. Yep. It's, and, and it got, is happening now. Yeah. We're getting people from all over the country coming to Chickasha. It's happening now. They want this rural living. They want where you know your neighbor, uh, where people are neighborly. Um, they want to experience that. And so they're coming here to, to take advantage of it. And we've got a lot of new home construction going on throughout, yeah. the, throughout the city. So that's we exciting do. to see, too. Yeah, because you got Scissortail, which should be kicking off like any time. Which is now. where? It is at 29th and Grand Avenue, just south of Grand on 29th Street. Uh, there's a little pond there. It's on the right. south side of that pond. You never did see the pond because the trees were in the way. Exactly, right? <laughs> and so the, on the north side of that pond will be a commercial area. It's zoned commercially. So all four corners at 29th and Grand are commercially zoned. Yep, and still some residential construction to come south of Grand Avenue around uh, Homeland. That's correct, uh, yes. So, there's quite a bit more there. Um, you know, you hear rumors what may be coming. So whatever I say is just a pure rumor. But if it comes true, it's very exciting. So we'll, we'll wait and see. You know, it's I always say I'll see it when I see the building permit. I'll believe it then. So we're waiting to see those things take place. But I know there's a ton of development. And on the east side of 81, south of Grand, they're looking at more expansion there. So there's a lot of things fixing to happen. All right. Um, uh, we have the TIF committee, too. Do, let's talk about that yeah. a little bit because that's just getting started. Yeah. You and, got me fired uh, up now. Yeah, there you go. 
So just uh, got the TIF committee uh, appointed last month. They'll have That's the correct. first meeting in a couple of weeks. The 24th, yeah. So the first meeting, the 24th. And what that committee does is two things they're looking at. They're looking at the tax increment area and the tax project area. And so the TIF is the tax increment financing. So it's you pay for indebtedness or you pay uh, a contractor off the growth of the sales tax, off the growth of the property tax valuation. An example is uh, where uh, wild, wild, wild ox, uh, the axe throwing, I can hardly get it out. I know. Um, their property taxes were just over $900 prior to construction. Today, they're 3400 for the same building. So that's a $2,500 growth a year, year in, year out, for a school district. That's what you're looking at. So let's take, let's say that was the TIF area. So and that and it was 900 prior at the start of the TIF, and now it's 3400. So you had 2500 growth. The schools will get 1250. The developer will get 1250 to help offset his projects he's building on. And the projects are water, sewer, streets. It could be water detention. I mean, it's anything to help expand the city. Because if we can detain water on the west side of town, or maybe even outside the city limits, it will open up the east side of town through map variation. You know, we have to work with FEMA and get some of those neighborhoods out of flood. One, that's less cost for the people to live there and opens up more development. So the TIF is not just about fancy things. It's about really true infrastructure to improve the quality of life in our city where we can grow within our city limits and expand outwards. Yeah, There's some criticism about uh, giving a contractor uh-huh. part of uh, uh, the tax money. Right. So, And, and that's all how done. How do you argue that? Right. And, and there is. And I understand the complaints. It depends on how the TIF agreement is set up. And that is done. The committee is going to be working with the attorneys and is going to be working with the developer uh, to make sure everybody's in agreement. And, you know, I know what I would like to envision is you give the the developer their money back plus their carrying cost of what they did to improve that project uh, for the city of Chickasha. There's some that have been in other communities where they really didn't have a They had a time ending on it, but not a dollar ending on them. So the dollar, if you don't have, if you have time, you, you may give way above the project. You know, my personal belief is just you have a TIF that um, you work with contractors where their development is the money maker, not necessarily just a TIF. The increment change. So the increment area is what I first touched upon is the area where you measure the taxes. That nine hundred to the thirty four hundred. The project area can be anywhere. That's where you actually do the physical work. So it could be a detention pond uh, out on 29th Street. I'm just throwing a place mm-hmm. out there. just So you could hold water back so it runs all the way through town and floods on certain areas of town. So maybe if we can hold the water back, it will alleviate some of the flooding. And it's all done through a flood study that we had completed in 2022, I believe. And um, it's a $12 million project of which – uh, we, I'm talking to Tom Cole, we were earmarked $1.5 million for that, uh, with the federal government now in, uh, disagreement on keeping government operations going or not, that money's held up there. Gotcha. So we are kind of, you know, on hold. All right. Uh, running out of time, but, uh, 
uh, I know you announced a couple months back that you would not be running for right. re-election right. Uh, coming up this year. So six years. It, it's uh, been six years, yeah. and I was trying to calculate all the meetings and such. <laughs> and it's, it's Impossible. Uh, it, it was a lot. It was, uh, you know, the council meetings. Um, and then when I was interim city manager, I had staff meetings. And I, and I met with departments, and it was, I'm going to say it was around 450 meetings I went through in the six years. Um, and then I spoke to, uh, I'm speaking at USAO next week. I've spoken to every grade school, uh, middle school, and high school, which I'm glad to do. You know, I think I think it's important for the kids, you know, that you have a, a working relationship with them because this is their town. Really, everything we do, George, today affects them. And really, it's to their benefit. So by the time uh, a freshman in high school is graduating high school, we have a new water treatment plan. We can provide a higher quality of water. We can provide more water for more families to move here. So it's to their benefit that we do these things. So you, like I said, you got to be looking on the horizon everywhere you go. You can't look at your feet. Okay. Mayor Chris Mosley on the program. Thank you so much. You bet we you, George. Appreciate it very much. All right. And a big thanks to our Cool Conversation sponsor, Stanley Systems and the Community Bank of Oklahoma.